You're listening to the Quince podcast. Chapters on federalism, nationalism and secularism have come under the axe as the Ministry of Human Resource Development decided to unburden CBSE students between classes 9 to 12. The pandemic mandated restrictions on educational institutions have eaten up into the academic year raising a lot of problems for students and teachers alike over e-classes, exams and syllabus. And on July 8th, Ramesh Pokhriyal Nishank, the HRD minister, announced a 30% reduction of the CBSE course load in view of the prevailing quote-unquote extraordinary situation. In a tweet he declared and I'm quoting his tweet, quote, "Considering the importance of learning achievement, it has been decided to rationalize syllabus up to 30% by retaining the core concepts." end quote. But while some are lauding the intention to unburden students, the choice of the omitted portions especially from the social and political science syllabi are raising eyebrows these include some key chapters on democratic rights democracy and diversity gender religion and caste popular struggles and movements to name a few but was it a good decision to remove such crucial chapters that educate students on the constitutional structure of india You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Shorbury. To dive right into what has been eliminated from the CBSE syllabus, the political science curriculum has especially gone through some controversial cuts. Chapters on democratic rights and structure of the Indian Constitution have been removed from Class Nine's political science syllabus. Democracy and diversity, caste, religion, and gender, and challenges to democracy have been removed from Class Ten books. Topics like federalism, the need for local governments, growth of local governments in India, which fall under a section titled Indian Constitution at Work, have been removed from Class Eleven syllabus. Also, among the casualties in the same subject are topics like citizenship, nationalism, and secularism. From Class Twelve's political science syllabus. Security in the contemporary world, environment and natural resources, social and new social movements in India and regional aspirations have completely been removed. Some other scrapped sections on sociology include social structures, stratification and social processes and environment and society from class 11 books. A chapter on food security in India has also been completely removed from the economic syllabus. But no sooner was it announced the choice of the chapters that got struck out received very scathing criticism. Many wondered that the ministry's decision appears to be taken for the benefit of the student but does it serve a greater political interest? The reason that this concern has come up is because the deleted portions firstly targets one ideology specifically and secondly it bears the dangerous potential to obliterate education on the constitutional structure of india and the many political struggles that went into the making of modern india the queen spoke to ambarish rai from right to education forum who explains why this move is so controversial ab ye to bahut hi unfortunate hai kyunki 30% reduction ke naam par ye log wo sari cheeze bahar kar denge jo empower karte hain students ko बच्चों को जो इम्पावर करते हैं नॉलेज बेस उनका एक्सपैंड करते हैं या मान लीजिए एक डेमोक्रेटिक सेंस पैदा करते हैं वो सब चीजें तो खत्म कर देंगे ना 
This is very unfortunate that in the name of reducing 30% of the syllabus, the government is removing all portions of their education that empower students and expand their knowledge and inculcate a democratic sense. So, on the surface, it looks like this decision has been taken in the interest of students, but they are guided by their own agenda. They just want to use the opportunity and kill social sciences. The chapters that build a civic sense are being left out. The purpose of the education to connect to the society has been killed. The objective of education is not only to learn skills and earn. The larger objective is to make a good, well-informed citizen. So, what's the importance of the chapters on democracy, secularism or federalism in a school education? And what alternatives did the ministry have to help out the students? Professor Suhas Palshikar, an Indian academic and political scientist, talks about it. No, I, in my opinion, the deletion of the chapter on caste, gender and uh, uh, religion is not an appropriate decision. It is uh, uh, because uh, this chapter is there precisely to sensitize the young mind in the school about the problem of society. We have a problem of caste discrimination. We have a problem of gender discrimination and gender patterns. We have also a problem of religious intolerance. Now, the children in the school have to be taught and they have to be sensitized so that they know the problem of the society. They don't, this, they don't get from the family and the society. It has to be given in the, in the school. So we have to have the education whereby we build up citizens uh, and they understand uh, the values of the constitution. We have to, told, we have to tell them that constitution believes in liberty, equality, and here, in practice, we deny liberty, we deny equality based on sexes and caste and religion. So we have to sensitize them. Many other countries have already started this citizenship education, like the USA. Hmm. They have introduced what is called um, civil rights education and democratic needs, not only confining civil rights education, but also telling them to get engaged into democratic action. The children and the students are sent to the uh, African-American localities, black localities, so that they see by their own eyes what are the problems. So you help them to get engaged with the issues. So I think we need, no other country needs the need of civil society education than India with a given diversity. So it is not appropriate to take out this section. We, on the contrary, we have to improve upon and introduce the civil rights education in the school and the colleges. We, we talk about moral education, but what do we teach in moral education? We precisely teach in this. Sukhdev Thora, the former chairman of UGC, echoes a similar sentiment. He says that omitting chapters of caste and gender struggles or even religious intolerance, which are crucial to civil rights education, is a wrong move. The significance is that both federal and local governments uh, signify decentralization 
and decentralization and rights of the state or powers of the states are an important feature of the Indian constitution and that is why they have been included in the syllabus. Repetitive to it's me kuch nahi hai because this is something that the student would be studying in standard 11 for the first time. As I said earlier, yes, there will always be a problem if I am I have worked on the textbook. I would naturally say that everything is important. And if you want to reduce the burden for this year as an extraordinary measure, push to karna padega. That I agree. The problem is, I thought that instead of dropping entire chapters, if they had decided to drop sections from chapters, then the basics could be introduced. And yet, the burden of examination would be less. That is one argument. And the second argument is, yes, there is a comparative nature to this syllabus. If you look at 9th and 10th, there are examples of the countries outside. They are illustrative. They are not for examination. If you read the book, you will find that it is clearly stated that this is for acquainting the student with a comparative context. ये जो समझ है कि आप बच्चे को साउथ अफ्रीका के बारे में सवाल पूछने हैं ये समझी गैर है। So the whole idea was to introduce a comparative context to democracy कि जैसे इंडिया में डेमोक्रेसी है बाहर कैसे काम करती है। With mounting criticisms over the reduction of the syllabus, CBSE put out a clarification 24 hours later saying that the chapters were dropped only for board exams. The allegation of political motives driving what should and what shouldn't be a part of a curriculum is not a new one. Almost every government at different points of time have come under the same criticism after altering the syllabus or banning academic literature to suit their political agenda. To cite some examples, in 2012, the TMC government in West Bengal had omitted marks from the history syllabus. The year before that, in 2011, UGC purged out A.K. Ramanujan's essay, 300 Raminas from the college curriculum after being pressurized by pro-Hindu political groups. In 2017, former Rajasthan Education Minister Vasudev Devnani even had the outcome of the Battle of Haldi Ghati of 1576 against the Mughal Emperor Akbar tweaked to portray a victory for Maharana Pratap. And Aditya Menon, the Quint's political editor, elaborates a little more on it. Uh, I think the biggest controversy in this respect took place uh, during the tenure of Atal Bihari Vajpayee uh, when uh, Dr. Murli Manohar Joshi was the education minister. Uh, at that time, it was called saffronization of education, the kind of uh, changes that were made to the syllabus, particularly social science syllabus. Uh, obviously, the BJP and uh, RSS come with a certain uh, ideological uh, grounding and uh, they feel that their version of Indian nationalism is not reflected in in syllabus to the extent that they want. Uh, so at that time, the attempt was to you know incorporate those elements. Certainly, we have uh, mentions of uh, V.D. Savarkar. Uh, certainly, we have uh, uh, and uh, too much emphasis given on so-called Islamic invasions. Uh, so these elements were incorporated at that time, but it seems to have intensified under the present government. Uh, these deletions should be seen in uh, that light, uh, even though they are being done in, in the name of reducing the burden of children. If political interests dominate academic interests, can it be a good outcome for education? 
If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, Jio Seven, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quinn's website and check out our other podcasts. 